Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. here with Chris Kelly from the Sorry Not Sorry podcast, Pickleball podcast, which I think is a very clever idea. Thank you for joining me, by the way. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Pumped about it. Yeah, we've been looking as a sheath, uh, our brand, we've been looking into pickleball, pickleballers, and you're actually the first person that we've reached out to and kind of got this conversation um, scheduled. And I would I just... Very curious to see what like your experience and, and how everything's going with your channel. It's look it seems like it's growing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely growing. Uh started earlier this year and seems like every episode just keeps doing better and better. You know, every now and then kinda one a little bit less than the other. But yeah, overall upward trend. And I think there's just a lot of people out there who want to get into pro pickleball but don't quite know how it all works and it is like really confusing uh so i think it helps to just have a resource to go to to be like oh this guy kind of sums it up puts a yeah. fun little spin on it and just makes it digestible it does look fun and your your content is fun you're kind of commenting on the professional pickleball scene and i i know when the whole topic came up first of all i guess i play pickleball when i can so i've heard i'm pretty decent I like, to, oh, yeah. I like to smack it around a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but when Tom Brady was talking about pickleball, I was like, maybe this is something we should, it's growing, it's getting more popularity, and we should you know, get in on that scene as it's growing, which you seem to have gotten in kind of early, I think, which is very smart. Somewhat, yeah. I think I got kind of the last, in the last uh, train going out before it started <sighs> to get kind of popular. Uh, but yeah, definitely pickleball is looking up and up and up. Uh, so excited about what the future is going to hold for it. And I think there's so much potential in it. You know, I mean, I don't know if you watch other sports. I know you're into UFC and stuff like that. Uh, but I think there's like a huge appeal with pickleball. You know what it is about pickleball and the pro scene that really just makes me like hang on to it for dear life is I'm not inundated with like political garbage. Yeah. You know, it's not like corrupted by like anything or tainted by any of that. It's just pickleball. It's still uh, pure. Yeah. Oh, so it's so good. So I'm doing all I can to keep it that way and, you know, not letting some of that other garbage kind of get in the way like we've seen with other sports leagues. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You don't want to get too wrapped, get caught up in that. That turns people off. You know, we're coming here to yeah. watch a sport to escape from all that. You yeah. Know? Totally. And, and play. I, I, I'm more of a player when it comes to different sports, uh, you know. I played basketball, although I used to watch basketball. And then I, it's funny because like when never, I think it was like 2021 and shit got a little bit weird where they were getting very political. Uh, like everything was on the court. Like it was the whole yeah. Black Lives Matters thing. And it was just like, I got it. I get it. I know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm here watching basketball. And right. uh but you know what? To be honest, I had stopped watching it quite a while before. I watched like in the back in like the Jordan era. And, For sure. No, I mean, um, who wasn't if you were alive and conscious back then, and not like a little tiny child like me? Yeah, it's like, you better be watching Michael Jordan play. Oh, so I have a poster in my like my man cave, and he was just such an icon and the greatest ever. I'll always say that against anyone. <laughs> but uh, and he and then I watched The Last Dance. His um, uh, Netflix documentary, so good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. You know, like you got to have that some kind of like that leader winner attitude that is contagious and carries over to the rest of your team. And he he pushed his team hard to the point of excellence. You know, and it showed in all the rings and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has the uh, the stats to prove that. And yeah. I mean, that's part of the appeal too, is his personality where you're like, okay, this guy wins a lot. What's he like though? And then you hear him talk and you're like, oh, this dude like has a real competitive fire to him, you know? And it really just like inspires anybody to want to be that same type of attitude, but for whatever they're doing, exactly. you, know, you hear people say all the time, like, I want to be the Michael Jordan of, you know, whatever. Uh, and it's, 
Yeah, exactly. It'd be the Michael Jordan pickleball, you know, and there's a few people right now. There's one guy in particular pro pickleball. I don't know if you've heard of Ben Johns, but a lot of people will... one of your videos and you were talking about him. Yeah. 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 People consider him like the goat, uh, but he's more of like a Wilt Chamberlain where it's like, this is just a dude who's like so good and nobody has learned to be that good yet. And so it's like, maybe one day we'll look back and be like, ah, you know what? He wasn't that good. He was all right. Uh, but at this point, he's just like stacking up, you know, the equivalent of rings. You know, he's got more gold medals than anybody else. And it's like a long shot. Nobody's going to catch up to him for a very long time. But it's kind of cool that you set that precedent, you know, so that way when, you know, maybe the Michael Jordan does come in in five, 10 years, now he's got somebody to beat. And then you're like, wow, look how this guy, how good this guy is. He's beat Ben Johns's record, you know, which we yeah. all thought was impossible to beat. So, and so I don't really watch pickleball and I didn't, I, don't, I wouldn't even know where to watch it. Where would you even watch it? Yeah, exactly. Right. And honestly, a lot of people don't even know it existed. I didn't even know it existed. I, I started playing pickleball and I'm like, I was going to go show my friends one day and I'm like, you know what? This whole like serve thing and kitchen thing is a little bit confusing. Let me make sure I got a firm grasp on the rules before I just like bring my friends into it. And I look like an idiot. Right. So then I go on YouTube. I'm like pickleball. Right. And I went down the rabbit hole. I'm like, Oh my God, there's coaching videos. There's pro like pickleball. What? And I started watching some of the matches and then you find out that on YouTube, there's a ton of live streams uh, that they show them live. Yeah. And it's like from Thursday to Sunday, pretty much all day long. It's pickleball tournaments. Um, There's a few different leagues, but for the most part, they're almost always on YouTube. They actually just got a brand new pickleball TV channel, uh, which is like the tennis channel kind of has like an offshoot. It's like ESPN has like ESPN two and ESPN news. It's kind of like that, but for Tennis Channel, where they're like, all right, let's just give Pickleball like its own thing. Um, and you could actually watch it for free, too. You just go to PickleballTV.com, and you can just watch Pickleball all damn day long. It's pretty wild. So, uh, like, how are the volleys? You know, are they pretty intense? Oh, dude. I mean, well, honestly, like, that's what makes you realize – like that'll humble you <laughs> with your pickleball. You know, it's like everybody thinks they're like, you know, I'm not too bad at pickleball. I'm pretty good. And then you watch them play and you're like, holy crap. Like <laughs> I see why these are professionals. Like these are athletes, you know, yeah. like it's a whole nother level. I mean, the volleys are one of the most fun things to watch. Like what, what we call firefights, where it's just back and forth, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. And you know, what's kind of cool too about pro pickleball is, you know, like the joke in most sports, right. Is like, let's just be real when it comes to like women's side of it. It's always like, "Eh, I don't know, not as much fun. You know, like you think of like the WNBA and everybody's like, really who watches that when it comes to pickleball, women's pickleball is actually the most entertaining version of it. There's something about it where they want to volley back and forth, super hardcore, whereas the men are more like dinking and more like precise and it's kind of slower. So if you don't watch a lot of pickleball, sometimes it can be kind of boring, you know, but the women, they just go for firefights and it's like the most exciting event that they got going on. So yeah, can't recommend it enough. It reminds me of the women's tennis. People love like women's tennis. But I, I, I wonder if it's because of the skirts or the Williams sisters. Uh, <laughs> Just like watching it, right? Yeah. <laughs> you would know how the scoring works. <laughs> 40 love. I'm uh, sure. <laughs> and yeah, I, I really, but I do enjoy, I played tennis kind of in high school. And okay. it's too hard. Like it's, and <laughs> I'm not fast enough to get across the court to, you know, get a good volley going. I like a nice, with pickleball, I can get it going and we can kind of move around and get some rhythm, momentum. And with tennis, even if I try with the person I'm playing with, let's just volley. It's like hard to even Yeah, maybe two, three times and you're like, "Ah, I got to go chase the ball. Yeah, Yeah, and there's balls all over the court. But (laughs) And the, the court is smaller, so you have a little bit more, you don't have to run around quite as much. Sure. And you can just really get a good kind of cardio workout type of thing. You start sweating. Oh my god, yeah. You once you start playing a few times, you're like, oh wow, this is like a workout for sure. Yeah, but it sneaks up on you. It's not. It's like, oh, this is easy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You're like, I'm gonna move it side to side a little bit, and it's like, oh no. Like once I get into it, yeah, it's a lot of energy. Uh, I broke my arm <clears throat> about three months ago, and I haven't. And I and I also kind of like tore my arm my meniscus so i haven't really been 
That was in jujitsu. I'm doing. I was going to say, was it a pickleball injury? That'd be the yeah. craziest pickleball injury ever. Yeah. <laughs> I was swung so hard, my arm fell out and broke. Yeah. It's almost better. It's actually like this. This I uh, fractured my radial head on, and that was actually from skateboarding. Actually, that was not either one of those Owie. things. But yeah, you know how when you like fall and brace yourself with your arm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just like I had this imprint on my hand for like three weeks it's, that's how hard i hit and then but wow. that transferred up to my the radio head on my elbow and it cracked oh, like a penny God. size chip off of the head and and for three months i was like it's just it's not that bad it's not that bad but yeah. it, it's been so I've, like three months so i finally went and got it x-rayed and sure enough there's a penny size chip off the old block and <laughs> It is so now I'm going now I'm going to physical therapy, but I think I can play pickleball. My wife and I were talking about getting back out there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you play can you play solo? Like kinda like or is it all doubles? You do singles. No, singles, you can do yeah. singles for sure. But I mean, man, if you thought doubles was a workout, singles is <laughs> like five times the workout of that. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. But some people are into that, you know, especially people who come from tennis. Kind of, you know, same kind of problem solving almost as like tennis has. Um so yeah, singles is an option. Like you I mean, and your wife, is that what you're saying? No, well, just yeah, not just in general. Or I think uh, whenever we go out and we play, there's a like a league here in our little tiny little oh, cool. small town, and they take it pretty serious. A lot of old timers. Yeah. They've been there. Yeah, they're yeah. Good too. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I got this guy. He's got no knees, two knee braces. <laughs> he can't move. His back is bending over. He just hits in the perfect spot ever, and you're just like, oh my god. Right. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. It's embarrassing. But <laughs> it can be. I, it's humbling. <laughs> yeah, it's humbling. That's what, yeah, like jujitsu. And it's good for you to be humbled yeah. by an older gentleman or woman, even the women. Yeah, they're, they're swinging. And... Even little kids. I, I know this like 12 year old kid that I would show up and play against and he would whoop my butt. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, this kid is like on fire right now. I don't know what it, I guess he's just like low, so you can't hit anything at his feet. It's like he's just going to get it because he's down there. Yeah. Uh, and he's obviously a kid, so he could run around. He's got no problem with that. You know, maybe his decision making isn't the best. He's a little risky, but I mean, he's got beats all me. The time, all the time <laughs> yeah. in the world to get better, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, which is, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of nice to think that like there's some kids out there who aren't just going home and playing on the iPad. Some of them are down to go to the pickleball courts and just spend a few hours there. So there's hope. I know, right? It's hard to get people out into the real world these days and get out <laughs> of the house and, you know, because you have everything you need right here on your fingertips. Yep. But that, that human, well, just like exercise, the movement is medicine. It's good for you. Sure. I mean, it's like so stimulating to just hit something over and over again. Like even if you just hit against a wall, it's still kind of fun. It is. Now put another person there that you're kind of friends with. Even if you don't know people, pickleball is so great at like meeting people. That's why you yeah. see a lot of stuff now where people like, you know, kind of like take their date there or like they'll just like meet somebody, you know, romantically there or make just make new friends there or whatever it is. It's because you're so close to them. Like you're having mm. conversation. You're like face to face when you're playing somebody in tennis. They're like yeah. all the way on the other end of the court. You can't, it's like, hey, how are you doing today? You know, it's like, you can't have a conversation with somebody like that. But when you're playing pickleball, you're just dinking back and forth, talking in between, talking on the sidelines, waiting for another game to go. It's like, man, it's one of the most social sports out there. It really is. Yeah. It almost is uncomfortable. So uncomfortably social because they're like, okay, now you got to, you can't play with your partner anymore. You got to be on this dude's team. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know this guy. Oh, okay. I guess I guess I'll be in your team. Yeah, it kind of you forces know. you to just get along with somebody, figure them out. Yeah. Yeah, work together. Figure out teamwork on the fly. Yeah. yeah. And then they get mad at you. Like this guy sucks. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, he's rolling his eyes at me, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. My bad, dude. I missed that one. And the yeah. serve. But you got to get the serve in. Oh yeah. Yeah. That could be, that could be troubling. I had for a long time, uh, for a span of about like a few months, I had like the yips. Have you ever heard of like the yips in baseball or golf? So it's, it's like this thing where like baseball players get it every now and then where they literally just like can't pitch all of a sudden, mm -hmm. like they'll just throw like wild pitches and it's just something psychological and nobody really knows why it is it happens in golf sometimes too it happened to me in pickleball my serves i would literally try to serve it it was just going to the net every time and it was so frustrating because i could do everything else right but just not the serve which is like 
step one, you know? Yeah. So it was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. So I just, I, after work every day, I would just hit against the wall and practice my serves. And finally I, I could, fingers crossed, kind of got rid of it. Uh, but you never I mean, know. are you going for like, like trick serves or power serves? Like, cause I'm going for just like, get it in serves. <laughs> just get it in the box. Yeah. No, I mean, at that point it was just like, just get it in, just get it in. But I think that made it worse. Cause then I'm thinking about it way too much. I'm like, just, just aim. And when you just try to aim for something, it's like, you're just not focused in the right way. Just kind of got to let loose and not think about it. You know? Ah, be so. in the moment. Yeah. Get like, get, get in the zone, be in the now, yeah. be in the moment. I, practice a lot of self-improvement you know techniques and like meditation and i do all the things like saunas and ice baths and um read self-help books and but like being in the flow like jordan we were talking about if you can practice getting in that zone you know during a game that's where you want to be that's what's fun about playing sports to me right it's like a challenge. Yeah. I mean, I have like terrible ADHD. So I just look at it as like, this is practice for me learning how to like focus because mm-hmm. you'll play pickleball and you'll literally be like, you'll be up like eight to two. Like you're doing great. You're like, we're about to win in just a few points. And then all of a sudden the other team comes back and you look at the score and you're like, Oh my God, it's eight to nine. Now <laughs> How yeah. did they go on that huge run. And it's literally just cause you lose focus. You stop like thinking like too much. You're just kind of like thinking about something else. And I started catching myself doing that. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I was distracted on that point. That's why I just like completely missed it or whatever it is. So it really gets me to think like, okay, like how do I say like locked in and engaged, you know? And if you could kind of do that the right way for pickleball, like you could do that for anything, work, school, like talking to somebody randomly, whatever it is, you know, there's, and there's actually like some strategies for it. Cause it's a common thing that happens even at the pro level. Players just get distracted and shit. Um, so what people do is they'll like either, you know, like rub their paddle face kind of just to like touch something, get in the moment, they'll touch like the back wall, you know, try to like, just kind of get themselves centered. You know, people got different things that they do. There's just one woman, Leah Jansen. She's a pro player. She does like this weird, like ritual where she'll like almost like kind of do like the sign of the cross, but it's not really. And then she does like an X with her paddle. She does it before every single play. And if you didn't know what it was, you'd be like, why is she doing that? Is she like praying? Is she just like OCD? And it's like, she's doing it to get centered. So she could like regain her focus and it works. You know, she's a great player. That's funny. That reminds me of maybe like shooting a free throw when they bounce the ball three times and spin it and then shoot it or whatever the case may be. Uh, Thousand percent. Yeah, but like tactile touching. There's a guy named uh, Eckhart Tolle who wrote a book called The Power of Now. And he is like, if you can shut out all thought, like don't think and just be in that moment. He's like, it's like being on acid. Everything, <laughs> everything is brighter and more like sensory, uh, whatever, enhanced. Because when you're thinking so much it you're like literally not where you're not where you are you're like in your mind you're just in your head yeah yeah exactly yeah so having some sort of technique practice um, ritual across maybe it might be sure whatever (laughs) Uh, or just take a ton of acid before you play maybe that'll help Uh, a little (laughs) microdose maybe Uh, yeah, I I don't know if I necessarily recommend that. I know a lot of UFC <laughs> fighters work. are doing like microdosing is like all the rage. In, in oh, really? Shrooms. On shrooms? Oh, on shrooms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. That would make me too like friendly, I think. You know, and I wouldn't want to hurt somebody. Like, yeah. Buddies, right? But I feel like they probably see it as like, they don't, I mean, I'm sure that I don't watch that much UFC, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm like, they probably like are so caught up in the technicalities and the, mm-hmm. you know, like the nuances of the sport itself that like, it's almost irrelevant whether they hate somebody or like them, you know, it's just like the, the game practice. itself kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. The art. It just kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. It's irrelevant who they're facing. Yeah. I mean, if you're facing a friend, I, mean, I, I always, that's weird. Like the psychological aspect of sports when I'll be playing someone and I'm, if I'm beating them too bad, like it's eight to two, I will let up. <laughs> yeah. I literally will like I'm being too mean. I don't want to like crush their soul. <laughs> and then, but next thing you know, they're back in the game, and you're like, oh shit, you know? Yeah, I should I should have just finished them. I can't finish. let them beat me now. <laughs> right, but yeah. you want I like it, you know. Well, I like a competitive game, whatever sport I'm watching. I hate seeing just 
70 to 14 on football or oh, so sure. basketball or, or in a fight, you know, just a total domination. It's like, Oh, I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. You want to see close. What you like really, I mean, the best part about sports, especially live is just not knowing what's going to happen. Like, yep. Oh my gosh. Like we're living in this present moment right now. This game is so close. Like in five minutes, either that person might win or that person might win. We have no idea. And we're all living in the same universe where we all don't know the answer to this question. And we're all just like waiting to see like, what is the big reveal? Like who ends up coming out on top? You know, what does that look like? What's the story behind it? How do they yeah. react? Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it so much fun on any, for any sport. You could watch major league fishing or something like that. If it's a close competition and you're like, if that guy catches a bass right now, he's going to win. Or if that guy catches a bass right now, he's going to win. That could be fun. You yeah. Know? And it could change. It changes their life. You know, maybe potentially. Yeah. You know, and somebody's so somebody's life is going to change, and then somebody's life is going to—he's going to have to re, like uh, reframe it. Like, okay, I didn't lose; I learned. And how am I going to get better <laughs> from this experience and come back and maybe be the champion next year, or whatever? Thousand percent. Yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into it, you know. And uh, man, it can be really disappointing when you don't come out on top. Like, it's funny because, like, I think a lot of us you know when you look at a sport that we don't play you'd be like you got a silver medal that's pretty good that's, that's yeah. like second place that's like really good but for so many people it's like dude yeah but i didn't get the goal you know yeah. like because i made this mistake this mistake this mistake you know but hey that's the that's the type of attitude that will get you the gold one day yeah know? not quitting you know just uh, learning from that experience that's just, it's a very, and then it, it's very similar to business you know because you don't win every day you don't win a gold medal and then but you, it's all like kind of money related. And then we have other competitors in business that you're playing against, so to speak. And yeah. they're like, some of them are kicking our ass right now. And we got to, what are they doing differently? Yeah. And um, one of the things that's, it's all related, but like with sports that makes it interesting and business is the story behind the player or the business. And one thing that the UFC did really well that I don't think a lot of sports do very well is building up the fighter's story through mm. through like the ultimate fighter was a, a reality show that yeah. they all lived in the house and you get to know them. And then all of a sudden you want them to win because you feel like you know them. Did they do that with, I mean, pickleball in any kind of way? No, I've heard them talk a little bit about maybe doing that sometime soon. Cause that's kind of like what happened with F1. I, and I didn't even know about that, but I've heard so many yes. people who are like, dude, I love F1. I'm going to go to the F1 thing. And I'm like, where the hell did this come from? Everybody watching F1. And then I found out, Oh, they had like a Netflix show or whatever it was. Yes. Everybody got to know the players. They knew all the little nuances to the game. They kind of know how it works. And now they're invested in the show. Exactly. Um, so I think pickleball is taking a look at that and going, Ooh, how do we kind of do something like that? They actually do have a reality TV show for pickleball. I forget what it's called, and I don't watch it because I don't have TV. Uh, and Smart. I don't know. Yeah, wasn't that interested based on the players that they chose? But I already watch pickleball, so like whatever. But I think it would appeal to a lot of people who are kind of like just starting to get into that world. And yeah, that would make you want to watch more. You know, if yeah. you kind of know what's happening behind the scenes for sure. Yeah, like who are these people? You know, where do yeah. they come from? Who's who's putting their all their eggs into the pickleball basket? Yeah, it, it comes no, out sure. on top yeah i mean there's like and it ranges from like you know there's people who have just kind of had it made you know played tennis growing up and even if they weren't doing this their parents could hook them up with a house and a job or whatever so no big deal and then there's other people who are like been grinding sleeping in cars you know at tournaments just grinding away trying to make it work i mean you know you got people quitting their jobs to do this stuff there's people who like had really good jobs like Boeing and uh, you know, like some, there's this one kid right now who was supposed to be a doctor. He was going to medical school. He's dropping out of medical school to do this. <laughs> wow. He's like, you know what? Uh, this is my dream. Like I'm going for it. And you're like, dude, this is not a kid who's like, got like his parents are just like, yeah, we'll pay for everything. He's like, I'm just going to grind away, like make some money doing this and whatever. Like, sure. I could go for being a doctor, but pickleball is like a once in a lifetime thing. And I'm not too bad at it. If I just dedicate some time to it, maybe I could do it. So it's like, those are the guys you root for. You're like, yeah. oh man, this is like a good kid. Like just trying to like make a life out of something that he loves. And who doesn't like, who does that not appeal to? Maybe if you're like bitter and resentful at life, cause you didn't do that same thing, then maybe you're like, yeah, screw this kid. He should have just yeah. became a doctor and done this smart thing. Uh, right. 
but I think a lot of us are like, dude, yeah, good for you, man. Like, good for you. Even if you don't like, aren't like the number one goat, Michael Jordan, the pickleball, uh, you're still doing what you want to do in life. And yeah, how do you not respect that? You know? Yeah. If you love, I mean, if you're doing the thing you love and you, uh, like basically don't have a plan B, like put your back against the wall, quit school, quit your job. Now, you know, you, this is the only option and you better I'm all in. Yeah. Like I don't have another option. Yeah. But that's how success is made in a lot of instances. Cause if you have that plan B that fallback option, you know, maybe you don't, you're not so desperate and you don't try as hard yeah. and then somebody else is going to put their all into the, that thing you're doing. And if you're not putting your all in, there's a good chance unless you're just like so gifted, but even still they say like hard work beats talent, you know, nine out of 10 yeah. times or whatever, because you can be talented, but then it's like, you know, you take it for granted and you don't put in that maximum effort and then you don't win the gold or sometimes you do, but it doesn't maybe last. It's not consistent. Yeah. yeah you might get lucky once, but yeah. yeah. I mean, you hear some of the time that these pro players put into like just training and it's like, Oh my God, man, like just hitting dinks, like 10,000 dinks a day. Like just think about that. 10,000 dinks a day. Yeah. <laughs> like that is so much and just over and over again. But it's like, man, they're just making it. So that way when they play the game, they're not even playing the game. They're just training, but now it's in front of people in a crowd. And if they win, they get something out of it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That just hit me hit a little chord. I was watching Gran Turismo. Um, and it's kind of the opposite of what you were saying in the sense, like that movie, there's a new movie. It's really good. It's like one of yeah, my favorite movies. I think I saw time. the trailer for it. Yeah. Everyone saw the trailer. I'd highly recommend <laughs> it because yeah. he's playing this game, but it's not a game. It's a simulator. They clarify that Gran Turismo is, a, is like, like a driving simulator. Mm. And, and the, it's a true story. That's what's also pretty cool about the movie is it's based off a true story. Like at the end, you see the guy who really did it, did this thing, who he was playing this video game. He got called up to do uh, a con contest competition for the the best video game players get to drive real cars and then he won that contest and whoever won that contest gets to race against real racers and that's crazy and he like he did it and while he would be driving he's like you're just playing a game <laughs> yeah you're just playing this game. is all fake it's a simulation <laughs> but he's driving these cars go 300 plus miles an hour and i didn't quite you know, it's like you can't really comprehend how fast that is when you watch it on a track on TV. Oh, sure. Yeah. You don't feel the G forces. <laughs> like, yeah. While you're there, you're not feeling the, oh, yeah. But the point, I guess, to like what you said reminded me like he, he played that game thousands of times. He did those 10,000 dinks. So when you are playing the game, yeah. it's just so second nature and like ingrained in your muscle memory and you're just yeah. like Boop. unless you get caught up in your brain which happens and like it happens to everyone like it seems like except those few people that are just so good at locking in to the now i mean that's what the definition of clutch is right you know it's like that's what makes or breaks somebody in those like really tough moments you know and i mean yeah. you see like i've i've seen games with you know, people who are quote unquote, not clutch. And then all of a sudden everybody's just making unforced errors. And it's like, Oh, this is just a game of who's going to make the least unforced errors, you know? But then you see the people who are clutch and it's like, Oh, these are guys who are like making winning shots, you know? And that's what they're trying to do. They're not just trying to avoid making a mistake almost, you know? Right. What is that called? When you, you, you uh, when you mess it up, you choke, you know, you choke. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make sense really, but he just, he just couldn't hold it together. <laughs> yeah. You pull an Eminem eight mile, just jump yeah. on stage, <laughs> but he pulled it out at the end. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Daddy Mac or whatever. <laughs> he needed to choke to make that happen. That's, yeah. that's the lesson. Yeah. If he exactly. never choked there, he just, if he did okay, then he would have never had that, that, uh, that motivation to have that yeah. final rap battle, which we all love. That was so good. <laughs> I've been. I keep seeing it on on Netflix. I should watch that again. But <laughs> I 
when I like we're him and I are like the same age and when he was going through his stuff with Kim back when in his twenties, I was going through shit with my baby's mama drama. You're like this that. guy gets it. Yeah. He <laughs> still has, he's still angry though. I'm I'm not angry anymore. You know, he's still holding a grudge. He needs to chill out. He yeah. he was at the Tyson Fury and uh Francis Ngannou boxing match in Saudi Arabia oh, cool. a couple weeks ago and he's still like flicking off the camera and, <laughs> dude you're 50 chill yeah how much of that is just because he has to be like that i don't know no i think so maybe yeah, that's, that's his, his fuel. image yeah yeah anger can be fuel i've heard things i was talking to someone on a, one of my previous podcasts and he was you know you can if you can kind of transform that into inner positive energy i guess you know Whatever, yeah, whatever works. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That to me, I'm like, I don't really get fueled by that. I feel like that probably could hurt you more than it could help you in the long run. For me, yeah, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like then you're just telling yourself if you want to be motivated to do anything, you got to get angry. Now you're just uh-huh. an angry person, you know. So yeah, yeah. I try to be zen out. Good. Like yeah. Nice and chill. I meditated before this. It was oh, good. been a chaotic day because if we run. I run this business she underwear.com check it out but uh <laughs> love you, you know thank you yeah we're we, i want to yeah we're, we're gonna talk uh, afterwards about you know how we can work together and stuff because we work with so many people and channels and talented individuals like yourself trying you know trying to build something and turn it into like a career or something potentially i don't know if that's what you're trying to do but i you're trying to build a youtube channel that could really next thing you know you're the announcer on like espn for like yeah and it starts kind of like here for i've seen it happen in a lot of cases you know it's possible for sure called up to the big leagues (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's literally what it is right yeah Yeah. we've got to start somewhere you know i'm just trying to provide value to some people and you know, then get some eyes through that and yeah, whatever opportunities open up, go from there. But, right. So you started the channel a year ago? Uh, I think it was in January this year. Wow. Yeah. So just been, you know, basically my whole thing. I didn't even know what I was going to do at first. I was like, you know what it is? I would watch these uh, live streams of pickleball and I would laugh my ass off because I would see these like commercials that they would play and they were the cringiest, corniest commercials ever. And I just want to make fun of them. So I yeah. like made a video, make fun of that. And then I didn't know what to do from there. So I just like made videos, make fun of paddles. And like, there's all these like paddle review videos on YouTube. I'm like, nobody has like the worst paddles out there. So I'm like, I'm going to make a video of like the top five worst paddles that I see at open play. Um, and then after that, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to run out of ideas. What do I do? I'm like, oh, you know what I could do? I could like kind of just review and recap the pro tournament that I just watched because man, I would watch these tournaments and it, the format that they would do is they'd play the game and they'd take the winner and they would interview the winner right on the court afterwards. And mm-hmm. they'd be like, Hey, what were you thinking at that, this point in the game? How are you feeling now? Blah, blah, blah. Like corny generic questions. But these players are not like media trained. You know right. what I mean? Like they're playing on a live stream for like two, 3,000 people at the time. Uh, and some of these interviews were just gold, like so awkward and cringy that it just made you laugh so hard. You're just oh, like, does anybody else see this? And I would go to pickleball and talk to people. would be like, hey, did you watch like the games this weekend? And everyone's like, what? There's pro pickleball on? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like nobody knows about this. There's all this hilarious stuff that happens like all the time. There's also like good matches too. But like, right. I just care more about the funny stuff that goes on. And I'm like, you know what? I need to like talk about this. Like there just needs to be a place where somebody is like, just like showing all the funny highlights. You know, have you ever seen like John Boy videos? A lot of people compare me to John Boy. I don't know if you've ever seen that. He does like some other sports where he'll go in and just talk about some of the funny stuff. No, happens. but I'm thinking of a different uh, guy. He does these voiceovers for different sports and I can't think of his name right now, but it's in that same kind of vein a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, there's so much fun out there and, I don't know. Yeah. Like there's more to enjoying, you know, the pro scene than just like, Oh, that was a very competitive match. You know, it's like, dude, there's some like funny stuff that happens. Like literally, uh, what was it? Uh, a few weeks back, 
you know, these two guys have a beef, like from a podcast, one player beats the other, walks up to him on the bench and just gives him the finger. Yeah. And it just goes, fuck you, you pussy. Like, oh, just going off on him. And it was just like, whoa, what's going on here? And just all this drama. Even last week, there was some guy who, uh, you know, this, the, there, so there's this 16-year-old girl that plays pickleball. She's one of the best ever. Like, in, in, as far as the women's go, she's 16 years old. And she's like, nobody can beat her. It's crazy. So she's playing a game against somebody. And she says, like, oh, too bad you couldn't play that well, you know, a few weeks ago. You would have actually beaten me to somebody. And so the guy got all fired up, right? All of a sudden, he hits a point, wins it on her, and he goes, take that, bitch. And everybody goes, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh. And you just see the other dude on her team, like, get up in his face and is like, say that to me. And it was, like, this Uh, big, big uh problem. Anyways, this last weekend, literally, like, two days ago, we get word that they got into an actual physical fight. I don't think cameras got a hold of it, right. but the one dude got kicked out of the tournament because they actually got into a physical altercation. Uh, Cause I guess that beef kind of lingered on. Uh, yeah. So there's crazy drama like that. It's not just like, Oh wow, that was a great shot. It's like, yo, there's people fighting, giving fingers, throwing paddles into the crowd. Like it gets wild sometimes, man. And that's cool. Cause you can, you can highlight it. Cause not everyone has time to watch the whole event you know that's the thing it's like four days of like five plus hours i'm the only weirdo that's down to spend my time watching all of it and taking notes and ready to just show all of it to the people you know it's like you go have fun go play pickleball on the weekends i'll watch it all and then i'll give you the recap on monday you know for like what 30 40 minutes you could spend and you get recapped on all the hours of pickleball that happened so yeah the highlights that's and that's what people do and all like well with mma for sure because that's what i sure. watch like there's so many different analysts giving their breakdown of yeah. this weekend's fight or what's coming up in next weekend and some other drama conor mcgregor did this or that so <laughs> yeah i think i i like how you're i feel i mean i don't know enough about it it's like to have checked all the other channels but i feel like there's not that many yet or you know that would make it so yeah i don't i don't know if any other channels that are doing what i'm doing as yeah, far as same. like showing the highlights of the tar- so that's why i'm lucky i'm like yeah. i think just nobody else wants to do it yet maybe yeah. one day somebody will come along and we'll do it do it better than me but hey like that's just gonna make both of us better because i'm just gonna get inspired and be like oh this guy's like pushing me Shit, there's yeah. competition now i gotta do something better Um, So I'm like waiting for that moment where somebody does kind of come in. Stop making me lazy, people. Come out and uh, make some pickleball content. (laughs) Yeah, and it it just drives more awareness to your content ultimately because they're going to bring in a new audience and then their their audience might find you in like the algorithm. And you can both – I watch multiple MMA analytics, whatever, analyst channels and – some of them don't even, I don't like, they don't show themselves. They just, it's just like a voiceover of the content or the tweets and, you know, some, some image, some TikTok or Instagram yeah. reel, you know, something that went down. Yeah. And, High tide rises all ships. Yeah. yeah exactly. About it. I like it. So, you, so do you, that's, these are, that's a good quote that, I mean, do you read any books about, like the principles of success or anything like that? Uh, no, not exactly. I'm, I don't really read too much. I guess I did read a lot in like 2020 when we were all just locked in and I didn't have much else to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I will say I read Jordan Peterson. That was kind of like good. my first thing into there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was probably the last time I read something like that. Okay. Um, but you know, I mean, he's, he, he, that's more of like, being a, a man kind of like uh i got a clean room that, yeah, that's one thing. Go. <laughs> yeah. i got that at least yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that those are principles of success from like a business standpoint but right. just from yeah. like a healthy living mind body spirit because uh, there's so much kind of like mental illness in the world today that he's trying to like be an inspiration, a guiding light for young men to look to, which, and I love him. He's amazing. I love watching. He's always like crying and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't mind letting his emotions because he cares so much. And he, I mean, and it fucking, it gets me every time too. When he cries, I start crying. We're all crying. It's a cry fest. But no, like 
because he's like, none of these young men have, have anyone to tell them like, good job, or you can do it. You know, they're all, we're all being bashed 24 seven, just because you're a man, right. uh, you know, Oh, poor man. Oh, cry me a river. You're ruling <laughs> the world. Of this. Like, okay. No, but it's true. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. So, I mean, there's both sides to that. But I'm more on the line with we should like a rising tide lifts all boats. Like we should be lifting each other up and not trying to tear yeah. each other down, you know. And if you're the one yeah. tearing somebody down, you're a bitch and fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, that's like the thought behind like you know the economy and capitalism. It's like all this competition is only good for everybody else. You know, when like somebody comes in, government comes in and destroys the competition. You know, and makes it kind of like this weird playing level where like they kind of just make it like law <laughs> where they yeah. like have this unfair advantage well then that screws up the competition and that screws everybody up yeah. you know so like in everywhere in life competition is like always good for everybody i yeah. love it in nature you know and like uh, jordan yeah. peterson talks about the lobsters and the, this hierarchy yeah, of, the top lobster yeah yeah and who everybody kind of wants to be the top lobster but if you don't have that opportunity where we're all just going to be equal forever nobody's going to push themselves to that Michael Jordan level and everyone's going to be mediocre and it's going to, life is going to be just like blah. I don't know. Yeah. I, lo I love the aspect of competition in society that gives me like an advantage. I joined the army at 26 and the army is kind of like everybody gets paid the same, but you have the ability to make rank and, and build yourself up and size yourself up against your peers and during basic training i wanted to beat them all and i did in, <laughs> the physical, in the physical fitness aspect and i got like this award and it was it was cool. Oh, cool but it showed me like okay i can compete against my peers like for whatever reason it, it gave me confidence and yeah you know maybe if i had come in second or third i still would have been like oh, I, I i i almost did I almost got it. I, you know, maybe I just need to try a little bit harder, but it did give me the confidence to just feel like I'm capable of doing something with my life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it was all based on merit too. So it's yeah. like the outcome is directly based on the effort that you put into it. You know, it's not just like, well, you were really good at this physical competition, but this guy's uh, dad is the general. So we're just going to give the award to him. Is that cool with you? You'd be like, what the hell? Yeah. It's like yeah. discouraging for everybody. You know, Everybody but it's like, hey, I, I got second place, but this dude killed it. You know, he did way more pull-ups and push-ups and ran a faster mile than me. I just got to figure out, go back to drawing boards and figure out how to beat that now. Now at least I got a goal to hit, you know, yeah. it's a new goal. And we're always, I mean, striving for greatness, to be better, to stand out. I mean, who, yeah. I, nobody, nobody ever wakes up and says, I want to be mediocre when I grow up, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And, you know, speaking of competition, that's kind of the cool place where pickleball is at right now is because there's three different leagues, mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, that's overwhelming when you're coming into it, when you're like, whoa, like what league is what? Sometimes they have different rules and they have different setups, different players and stuff. But it's actually great in the long run because it's going to lead to, you know, all this competition is making all these leagues go, oh, well, we could do this. Oh, well, why don't we do this? Trying to get an edge over one another. Right now, the players are getting paid an insane amount because no there's so much competition yeah oh dude they just got huge contracts where there's players that are going to be making millions of dollars over the course of the next three years wow just on their salary for showing up like not even what they win if they win <laughs> you know what i mean uh it's like literally just like appearance fees they're gonna get like in the millions for some of these guys and it's all because there's like these two big leagues that were like really trying to like buy the players no you come over here no you come over here we'll write you this contract you know, so how great, like the players now have tons of money, which is good for them because now guess what? They don't need that other job that they're doing. You know, they don't, they could just focus on pickleball. Now we get a much better product. Like for all of us that are watching, we're going to see better pickleball, you know, cause everybody's just training all the time. That's, that was their full time gig. Not just this thing that they do after hours, you know, just a few times a week to get good. It's like, this is it. This is all they need now. Yeah. Um, and you want to yeah. see good players like with fighting when when i see someone like at an amateur level they're sloppy they have no technique yeah. it's like oh my god this is this is no fun to watch you want to i want to see people at the pinnacle of the sport of whatever i'm watching yeah. and it makes it 
you know, more fun to watch. Um, there was some, so are the leagues picking up ex professional sports players from other sports and stuff? I think I heard something about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's definitely some ex tennis players. The biggest one is Jack sock. I don't watch tennis, so I don't really even know who these people are, but mm-hmm. apparently Jack sock is like super good at tennis. Uh, he came in, did one tournament, and he actually won gold in mixed doubles. Now, to be fair, he played with that 16-year-old girl who's the best uh, in the league. So, like, you know, everybody wants to play with him. And, I mean, look, he did great, though. Like, not to knock him. Like, he actually he deserved a gold. Like, he played fantastic. Cool. Um, but we'll see how he does now that he's coming in full-time. I think next year he's going to play a lot more events. He just got signed by Selkirk, which is, like, a huge paddle company um so he's got like a big deal to come in and yeah we'll see how that goes there's also like these uh two twin brothers in tennis i have their name escapes me right now but everybody's excited because they're gonna start playing full time there's a few there's this one woman tina pisnik who played uh women's tennis she's really good the thing is like if you play tennis you'll be all right when you first start playing pickleball but you have a way higher ceiling than everybody else like because you've already got like the whole like connect the ball with the thing i'm holding in my hand part down you've got like most of your swings down now it's like all right let's just teach you how to slow things down and dink and hit drop shots uh but like their ceiling is incredibly high so yeah it seems like there's going to be kind of a lot more people transferring over to pickleball I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not against that. <clears throat> um, I was thinking, like, if the Paul brothers started playing pickleball. Oh my god! Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, there's a. There are some other YouTubers who have decided to play. I think there's one guy. Uh, what is it? I think his name is David Dobrik or something like that. I don't particularly know who he is, but I think he's like a YouTube guy. He started playing in pro tournaments. Uh, so I would not be surprised to see the Paul brothers try to get involved if they just train like 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. Probably happens. I know. Yeah. I mean, it probably won't be them obviously, but if some, just it, someone with a huge audience, 80, like a hundred million people, whoever that might be, just decides I'm going to bring my audience to pickleball and make a ton of money doing that because no one else is doing it or whatever. There's that one golf player too, uh, Schefter or something like that. He's like the number one golfer. I don't really know. He, he just they had like a celebrity pro am event uh, last week at Nationals, and he was playing. And apparently, this guy plays like all the time. So he was actually like really good, and he was playing against like the number one player, and he was hanging in there. Like nice. he, it was like, oh, you know what? Like I mean, I get your number one in golf, and that's cool and great. I'm sure you got contracts you got to live up to and all that, but maybe it'd be kind of fun for you if you just like dedicated some even more time to pick a ball and try to join a pro event just to see how you do. You never know where that's going to go, but I think there'd be a lot of eyes on him if he did something like that, which would be really cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel like golf is one of the hardest sports to keep because you got to hold that focus for four hours and oh my gosh, yeah. it, it, it just, it may be transferable that because like the focus of keeping your eye on the ball, he does, you are holding a thing in your hand. That's kind of yeah. tiny little head. Yeah. You got to whack the ball in the right spot and all that. So it's, I love how sports in, in general are transferable over to, you know, real life or other sports. Oh, big time. Yeah. And pickleball is crazy. They actually, they did a study. I don't know exactly how this works, but they like, tried to measure all the different types of skills that are involved with each sport and pickleball has the most different skills that you need to like be able to play that like you can incorporate into the game um so you'll see it like if you talk to somebody say like hey what sports did you play growing up you'll see if they played baseball like they they hit the ball a certain way i saw this one dude who was like a dancer growing up and it's amazing because you could see him stretch low for balls like unlike anybody else you know and you're like oh that's a flexible dude who's been dancing his whole life and look at it translating to pickleball now you know i mean basketball too like basketball players are good with their hands they're good with their like eye coordination without actually looking at the ball like they could kind of do it in the peripheral yeah those players are really good at pickleball too so everything's got kind of like its own little skill set that you see translate and it's like you're automatically there with like a a huge strength coming into it based off what you play. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I could see dancers also having like good footwork or I don't know, fast feet or something. You yeah. Know. Oh, dude, footwork is the name of the game. Honestly, it's kind of funny because it's like every time I screw up something in pickleball, I look down, I'm like, oh, it's, my feet were like terrible. Like they're all twisted and like, what am I even doing? I'm off balance. You know, you really underestimate how much footwork comes into it. So yeah, exactly. Dancers probably got that part. The choreography, pickleball, they've got that part down. Yeah, I, I just had a, a moment of like recollection from a situation where I, we were winning. I was, I think my wife and I were playing an older couple and I was, uh, we we're killing them. So I'm like, I'm going to take it easy. And I'm going to, and I, <laughs> I remember like waiting a little bit longer than I needed to, to go for the shot. And then I reached out for it and I did this weird contortion where I like just like jacked my back up or my lower back. It was really weird. Cause, but I, I was just like, don't, don't fuck around just play you know? <laughs> yeah. i was trying to like act like i wasn't going to get it but then i kind of try to get it and I, I, I don't know there's something weird with me where it's like i have mercy it's like <laughs> yeah. show no mercy i should be like cobra kai but i'm more like <laughs> uh more like miyagi do i want them to play with me again yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. where so where, where do you play when you play you know is there a court by the house or I got okay. So I just moved to a new apartment, and one of the reasons why I moved here is because there's a pickleball court in my apartment complex. Nice. Uh, so that has been awesome. Uh, you know, I got courts that are walking distance down the street. I could take a short drive, go all over. I'm in Southern California, Orange what County. So. Oh, Orange County. I used to live in Huntington Beach and Tustin and Grove. Oh, cool. Grove. Oh, I'm in Seal Beach. Seal uh, Beach. So very close north. To Huntington. Yeah. 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 Between Long Beach and Huntington. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. so many spots around here. I mean, you can just point in any direction. You're going to find one. So how cool is that? Yeah. You're still, you're, you're, you're surviving in Southern California. Like I had to leave cause it was so expensive and I was like, I'm never going to be able to buy a house here. Maybe I would be able to now the success of the company and all that, but sure. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this is fucking on when you're grinding. It's rough. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> But I'm trying to power, power through it. <laughs> we'll yeah. see how it goes, though. Yeah, I mean, you're there, so it's just like you can maintain. It's not like I could, I could have stayed and maintained, but I was just like, I'm not going to be able to get ahead here. Definitely, not. you must have yeah. like a decent job living in Seal Beach. Do you work at a Boeing or something? <laughs> Imagine. No, uh, I'm a, I'm a pro pickleball player. Just kidding. No, I'm far <sighs> from it. I'm terrible. Uh, I uh, yeah, I have a just decent a job. job. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. a regular office job. You know. Yeah. So I feel like there was something there. There's a lot, there's so much opportunity in Southern California. It's just, it, I, I left like it's almost two decades ago, but uh, a lot of my, you know, I graduate, I didn't graduate, but I went to Marina high school and a lot of my friends are still there and they're somehow making it work. So yeah. Where you at now? I'm in the mountains of Colorado. Oh, very cool. It's like kind of like nice. a small it's town to get away. in the mountains. Yeah, but I actually went down back to La Jolla uh, earlier this year, and it was so nice. I miss just the sunsets and the water and the beach. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to leave you know, for that reason. Uh, yeah. That's actually a great reason to stay because there's something like the weather and – you know, there's like snow out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's priceless, though, that the sunsets and the beach. I mean, that's oh, like, man. yeah. So, can agree more. I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely not uh, against Southern California. Yeah. In fact, if you're going to live in California, I think that's probably the place to live because people, yeah. are, people seem to be like more sane than maybe in Northern California. Yeah. I mean, I was in LA for a few years uh, and that was, whew, I don't think I'll ever go back there. I, I know that. Yeah. I can't stand that over there. It was just rough for so many different reasons. Uh, the people, the environment. Uh, yeah. It just not ideal. So I'm happy to have gotten away from all that. Yeah. The orange curtain, they call it. Stay on your side of that. Yeah. I didn't know that's what it's called, but that totally makes sense. Yeah. I think I remember I something here. along those lines. <laughs> orange County is just so different. And so in San Diego, anything south of like right before you hit LA, LA is just like a different planet. Yeah. That you visit and you do, I mean, living there would be insane. Yeah. Where, so where do they have all these tournaments? We have like about. 
10 more minutes or so and like where's like the mecca of pickleball well they just had nationals which is like the biggest tournament of the year that was actually in dallas uh this year so that's going to be their new spot moving forward it's like they had record-breaking attendance i mean it's just like huge crowds and just like oh wow this sport is like really getting big um so that's kind of like the big spot um but i mean they play all over you know yeah, like there's gonna they play in yeah they play in uh san clemente is like a big spot that they play there's gonna be a few tournaments coming up uh towards the end of the year here that'll be over there um it's real honestly it's like really like florida texas and california seem to be okay. kind of like the big spots yeah so um yeah and well the thing is too like moving forward now what they got so they have one of the leagues is called major league pickleball and it's a little bit different than everything else because it's actually teams so it's a team of two women and two men and it's just like any other you know basketball football league where it's like here's the town that they're from the city that they're from and the team name right you know so it's like you got the uh the socal hard eights is their name or you got like the uh, who else is there? Like the Brooklyn Aces, you know. Like so, you got like all these different teams now. And starting next year, they're actually going to kind of play a little bit more locally, like you know, in their like regional spots and stuff like that. Um, so they're really trying to kind of make it, you know, in a similar format to what we're all used to seeing, you know, like free agency and trades and you know the the home team and stuff like that. So uh man some of those games that's the most fun league like honestly anybody who's like interested in pro pickleball you want to watch one go watch major league pickleball because it is just way more exciting as opposed to you know regular tournaments it's just like you find your partner and then it's like me and a partner and then you're just like rooting for like a person which is cool you know it's like ufc like i'm just rooting for this guy right right uh but there's something way more fun about rooting for like a team and yeah and then you got like the crowds are all there and they're just rooting for the team and it's like really way more fun and exciting you know and then everybody while they're playing too is like pumped because they're not just doing it for them they're doing it for like all the guys on the sidelines too and yeah it's just a blast that way um and so there's actually one more major league pickleball event coming up this year in san clemente so i'll definitely be there um because that is like yeah so that is like one of the most fun experiences ever that you can go to um it'll probably be televised too every now and then they'll throw it up on espn so i could see that i mean i've seen some crazy sports that are televised where they're like there's like this they're on the ice and they push this like ball oh yeah uh what's it called um why can't the names escape me yeah yeah Uh, they do it in the olympics yeah oh what is that called yeah um oh i forget the name but yeah i totally know what you're talking about it looks intense yeah (laughs) i mean it's yeah they're like brushing or something but um i what is that called leave it in the comments but (laughs) if that can be on tv i feel like pickleball is way more exciting and yeah and they put um, they put what's that game with the 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 bags uh uh cornhole they put cornhole on espn yeah, yeah like they if they poker, could do that come on pickleball yeah, yeah, yeah they put poker Pool, on espn everything yeah yeah so i think really it's kind of like the entryway to all that like poker on tv is cool if you play poker and there's yeah, a lot of it is kind of poker, exciting right? actually I've, I've watched it yeah. it's like the oh World same yeah. Poker, yeah if you know what's going on yeah it's great so it's the same thing with pickleball like if you've never played pickleball you might be like what the hell is this but most people at this point are playing pickleball uh so when you watch it on tv you're like oh so this is what it looks like at the highest level you know so with brooms i got it here we go hold on oh let's find out curling oh that's it yeah curling yeah Yeah, isn't that the craziest like could you imagine somebody going down to the curling rink and like just like putting all their gear on you know and like getting ready for that it's like wow i'm gonna be the best curler (laughs) that ever existed yeah i'm so good at scrubbing do you think they practice scrubbing on their floor at home like i have no idea what they're doing i'm like they're not doing anything Get out yeah of here. <laughs> such but, a wild sport it's I like know. bocce ball for canadians yeah bocce ball i can't but so and then okay so then ping pong people you know people say like ping pong is on the other side you got tennis ping pong and then pickleball is in the middle yeah i don't know 
Yeah, the, 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 best, the best player, Ben Johns, the best men's player, uh, he comes from a ping pong background or table tennis, as they would probably call it. I call it ping pong. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you see how it translates. And there's actually a lot of people who would say that table tennis uh, translates better to pickleball than tennis would. Um, especially at like when you're at the kitchen line and you're dinking back and forth, you know, that kind of like soft movement or like when somebody hits a ball really hard at you and you're trying to just like softly reset it back in, you know, yeah. those type of things, that's where it translates. Uh, same with badminton too. Badminton is okay. another one that racquetball, you know, that all translates. Actually, you know, it's funny. The number one player in racquetball, like he's the best racquetball player. He plays pro pickleball and he's just kind of going more all in on pickleball because uh, it's starting to translate. And dude, he just hits rockets. You're like, oh my oh, God, yeah. this guy just smacks the ball. And it's because that's what they do in racquetball. They just smack it as hard as they can. Um, yeah, I, I, I took that in, in college. One last thing, uh, pickleball, tennis. Oh, shit. Uh, ping pong, ping pong, volleyball, another one. Volleyball. No, just like the translation. Oh man, I lost it. Fuck. Badminton. No. Ping pong. We might have to edit this. Oh. No, I lost it. (laughs) Hang on one second. Ping pong. I have an editor. He can edit this. (laughs) What was it? Do you have anything else? Um. It's your channel is sorry not sorry right yep sorry not sorry pickleball yep chris cali yeah i'm on instagram twitter i'm on tiktok too uh youtube's the main thing yeah yeah this will be coming out like next week or so we took yeah and i I really appreciate you coming on here and just chatting it up yeah anytime (laughs) 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 that's annoying I was doing so good. This is, this happens to me like once every 10 episodes, but <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll have to, I, I do want to get with you. I have, I'm going to have to run here shortly, but mm-hmm. I want to talk about maybe like seeing how we can sponsor your channel. And love that. Yeah. It's fun. And Dude, I, th- I honestly like sheath could be like the underwear of pickleball. Like no joke. I, I literally will only wear sheath while I play. I love like, see. That's a good reason why we It's the only reason I do laundry now is because I'm like, shit, I ran out of sheath underwear. I gotta play pickleball tomorrow. And this is like the best thing for it. Um that's why I reached out to you guys because I'm like, this has gotta happen. You're the man. You know? I love that. Well then <laughs> yeah. that that's a huge selling point to work with us too. I because we sometimes we pay people that have big names to just say they wear sheath and <laughs> sure. I don't like that. And we typically, like, if I find that out to be the case, like, it won't be long before we kind of, like, pull part ways because I'll see, we'll be sponsoring someone and then I'll see on Instagram they're doing something and they're not in sheath and I'm just like, dude, you're killing me, bro. I look at everybody's waistline. (laughs) I see that little logo on the wrong waistline, yeah. So if I see you, if we're paying you and you're not wearing it, it's no, no harm, no foul. I mean, like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Sure. But we'd like to work with people that actually do genuinely yeah. wear it and stuff. So I like yeah. to hear that. Um, I'll have to. I'll put in the comments if I think of what I was trying to think of. It must. It probably wasn't <laughs> that important. I mean, we were talking about ping pong and how it translates. But I, I mean, and I thought I, I did think about like how you can break a sweat in ping pong. Oh, dude, a hundred percent. We got a ping pong table at work, and sometimes we're like, "Hey, you want to play?" Like, sure. 20 minutes later i'm like ah, yeah. i gotta sit back down at my desk yeah it's like gosh not enough air conditioning for this I mean, that's what it was i was thinking about how i was in uh when i was in on my way to iraq we had to stop by in kuwait and we would stay there at camp arif john for like two three weeks sometimes and you're, you're kind of like waiting to go to iraq and they have an mwr center morale and wellness and rest or something center and Oh, okay. We played ping pong like all the time. Oh, sick. It's fun. It's so fun. So much fun. Yeah. yeah. And now pickleball is just like the bigger version of that. It's yeah. Like, oh, we could like stand on this thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I bet you they have that now, but nobody's there going back to Iraq anymore. But anyways, okay. That's a good thing. That's a positive note to end on. Yeah. No, we want world peace. I was talking to some people and shit getting a little crazy these days. So world peace, baby. World peace. Yeah. Baby. And thank you for coming on.
Chris Kelly. Really? Sorry, not sorry. Check him out. Uh, I'll definitely be in touch with you um, about what we were just talking about and see how we can make that work. Absolutely. Cool, man. Okay. Super awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. It went by fast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We'll be back next week with Elijah and Gilbert Smith. It's a dad and son kind of UFC kind of team that are going on. Uh, so one of the dad was in the UFC and the son's trying to get to the UFC. Oh, so nice. They're, they're local and cool guys. But so that'll be next week. But check this out and or share this with a friend because you already made it to the end here <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye everyone. <laughs>